Hello, this is Paula, your host here at Knowing Me, Knowing You with Paula. I appreciate you tuning in. And if you enjoyed today's message, I would love it if you shared it with a friend. Welcome to 2023, a brand new year. And this is a brand new episode. This is my first episode in quite some time. I'm happy to be back and wearing to share a wealth of knowledge, wisdom, and information. Whilst preparing this episode, I came across this great quote by Pablo Picasso. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. I decided to Google what is the meaning of life and what is the purpose of life. And there was a lot of food for thought. Then I got onto numerology and what year we are in. Needless to say, I dive-bombed down a rabbit hole of a wealth of information, wisdom, and had to whip myself out of there before this episode became too long-winded, as I really wanted to keep to the point, but ensure this episode is full of wisdom and information that you can put into practice. What I will briefly share about the statements of what is the meaning of life and what is the purpose of life is thus according to my Google research. No one can tell the actual definition of the meaning of life. For some, it is all about happiness, building a family and leading life as it is. For some, it is about accumulating wealth, whereas for some, it is also all about love. In 2014, the British National Health Service began recommending a five-step plan for mental well-being based on meaningful lives. And the steps are connect with community and family, physical exercise, lifelong learning, giving to others, mindfulness of the world around you. So then we look at what is the purpose of life, and I found this on the web. Our purpose is to evolve during our lifetime because that is consistent with our evolutionary purpose, that we are here so that we can continue to live, adapt, learn, and grow. A purpose of life and our purpose is to continue to evolve. Jay Shetty, an author, podcast host at On Purpose, and a thought leader in our world today, says that the purpose of life is not to look outside but rather to look inward. Both statements about the meaning of life and purpose of life certainly did resonate with me. What do you think? So this intertwines with my message today for you about where we are heading with our lives and how we are being, doing, and having in our existence. And goal setting, the purpose of goal setting, I think is part of this journey toward finding your gifts and passion and then giving it away, sharing it with the world. I think the statement, what is my passion or what is my purpose or what is the meaning of life can be quite overwhelming. This, I think, is a great topic for me to explore with you at a later date. And so I'm going to stop sharing on this and turn to 2023 and our brand new year and the information that I have to share with you. We know that a new year usually starts by one, setting New Year's resolutions, two, setting goals for the year or continuing on with your goals 
Or three, neither. Now that's me. I'm neither a New Year's resolutioner or a New Year goal setter. I don't run into the gym on January the 1st rearing to go and by the end of January the wheels have fallen off and I am too stiff to move or I'm rethinking my new exercise regime plan for the year because I find that it is too rigid to stick to. You may or may not be like me where I work on my goals ongoing. I set new goals all the time. I reflect and recalibrate. I place goals on the back burner or I totally dump goals that I am no longer interested in pursuing or I dump those goals that no longer resonate with where my life is heading. I have subscribed to so many personal development and business newsletters and my inbox is bombarded at the beginning of every year with emails on how to set goals, Do this, not that. Follow this path, not that. Purchase this course. Join this program. Blah, blah, blah. We are bombarded and I find that it can get overwhelming and become a lot of noise that can paralyze us. Now that the New Year's resolution and goal setting noise has died down somewhat, mind you, I have noticed everyone is talking about hard stuff now, especially as we head towards Valentine's Day. I thought This is a perfect time to focus on what it is you really want to achieve this year and in your life with a new approach. I have two questions that you could ask yourself that I want to share with you. And you can ask yourself these questions if one, you have not set any goals at all, or two, you have set goals, but these questions might just help you gain a bit more clarity, perspective, And you may want to adjust what you want to work toward this year and onward. All these questions might spark some inspiration of what it is you really want to create in this year. What is your intention for this year? As I prepared this episode, I wondered what our numerology experts had to say about 2023 and this being a number seven year. And I was thrilled to learn that we are in a very exciting time, especially if you are very spiritual, deeply connected to God, to your faith, and perhaps asking questions such as, is this all life is about? What is my purpose? What is the meaning of life? Why are we here? Who am I? And am I following my true path? I don't know if you are familiar with Zig Ziglar. He was a motivational speaker known for his soundbite, optimism, Christian faith, and good-natured nudging for people to see the bright side of life. That was what came out of my Google researches. Who was Zig Ziglar? Now, Zig Ziglar created the formula for life success. Be, do, have. And this fits in with my two questions and our number seven year. And I will share more on this formula later in the episode. So what did the numerology experts have to share with us about this year? And what does this year hold for us? We have entered a year for enlightenment, reflection, introspection, truth-seeking, and assessing higher levels of being And here is why. 
Astrology and numerology experts share that a number seven year means this is a year focused on you and spiritual reflection. The number seven represents seeking, asking questions, and exercising the muscles of our higher mind in order to deepen our spiritual awareness. 2023 will be our year to ask questions, to open our minds, and to deepen our spiritual connection. The vibration of number seven guides us to expand the realms of what we thought possible to unlock a greater sense of spiritual wisdom. The number seven emphasizes introspection, analysis, intuition, reflection, seclusion, research, and faith. This is meant to be a quieter inner year in which you can learn the answers to your most burning and often avoided questions. Learning this information has been exciting for me personally as I've been on a spiritual journey since the beginning of 2022 and I am a person of faith. I do not identify with one particular faith as per se, but I have started going back to church and every day tapping into teachings by thought leaders in this world, by Christian pastors and preachers, some of them being familiar names such as Jay Shetty, Joyce Meyer, and Joel Osteen. And sure, this is not everyone's cup of tea, but what I have learned is they always share with the world insightful, thought-provoking food for thought, information that feeds our spirit, provides us with comfort and guidance. Information that we can easily put into practice in our daily lives. Knowledge and information that is about giving to others. Mindfulness of the world around you. Evolving, adapting, learning, growing. Exercising the muscles of our higher mind. Deepening our spiritual awareness and connection. Information that I shared with you earlier. And as I share this information especially the numerology information, I am intrigued to know what might be resonating with you. So this leads me to the two questions I would like to share with you. Questions that you are going to ask yourself. A new way to enter this year, instead of feeling overwhelmed of everyone's being setting these big audacious goals. I haven't set any goals yet. I'm not quite sure the direction I want to go in with my life right now. No, I need to do something. I need to set some goals. You're feeling pressure. Maybe you're not feeling pressure, but by answering these two questions, you might be ready to set some goals for your, for your life and for yourself this year. I am suggesting to, for those of you that are feeling pressure, to stop and do this first. Answer these questions for yourself. Reflect on the information I have shared and the meaning behind the number seven year. How does this information resonate with you? How does this information relate and resonate with you with regards to the goals that you may be working on already? Maybe you have set some new goals for yourself for the new year or new intentions. 
new intentions for your life, your mindset, the meaning of life for you, your purpose, your passion. So the two questions that you're going to ask yourself now, you might want to grab a piece of paper or open up your journal to write this down. Question number one, what do I want to let go? What do I need to let go of? What has possibly happened in 2022 or past years or in your past that you continue to carry with you, that you continue to carry with you that needs to be left behind? Bad habits, thoughts, activities that no longer serve you, that are keeping you stuck, creating unhappiness in your life and leaving you feeling unfulfilled. The things you know you must let go of to clear space for personal growth. These areas might represent areas in your relationships, finances, career. It may be linked to certain emotions, habits, or self-sabotaging behaviors that you know are important to release so that you may move forward in your life. Now, I'm going to share a couple of examples for you to get those brainstorming juices going. Let's look at our relationships. Are there any toxic relationships that need to be let go of? The idea of a perfect relationship or your ideas of what a perfect partner should look like? What about the idea that we can change our partner or family members? When we think of our finances, what about poor money habits? When we look in our homes and workspaces, our closets, what about clutter in all its forms? Do you need to let go of some of that? Here are some other examples. The idea of a perfect life. Life is not perfect, right? Things will often not go the way we want them to go. Not following through with your word. Fear of the future, worry of the past. Is there any of that that you need to let go of? Those ideas or fears or worries. When you are being reflective and honest with yourself with this question, I encourage you to include personal character traits behavior patterns, ways of being that you know do not serve you and are important to let go of. And here are a couple of examples to get you started in that particular area. What about impatience? Always being impatient or not not being as as patient as what you'd like to be. Being judgmental, gossiping, sarcasm, being inflexible, being closed-minded, being a perfectionist, a control freak, being short-tempered, poor time management, you know, lack of organization, being negative, blaming other people for your misfortune. I think I have given you a lot to work with and I think you are now getting the idea. You may want to write all the examples I have provided and then highlight for yourself those that stand out, and then add to the list. 
Often when we ask ourselves such serious questions like these, something to pay attention to is your body. You may feel a discomfort or a form of tension somewhere in your body, or you may even find an emotion arise for you, possibly fear or overwhelm. You may not be able to even put your thumb on what exactly it is you're feeling, but you're feeling discomfort. You may feel like something in your abdominal area, slight pang of uneasiness, stiffness in in the neck area or shoulders, or you may already be holding discomfort somewhere that you know you are holding. I invite you to breathe into those areas and feel what it is that you are feeling. Also to check in, is there an emotion attached to it? Sadness, anger, frustration, fear. Take a moment and acknowledge it for what it is. Tension or discomfort linked to the emotion. Just breathe into this area. Don't linger there for long. As you breathe into those areas or the emotion, feed this discomfort and dis-ease with love. Provide a space of no judgment, just being open to feeling, acknowledging, sending healing energy and breath, and letting go. Our bodies provide us with signals all the time. We often don't listen, whether we are maybe too busy, not connected to our body, and it's signs, or we choose to ignore the signs And completing this exercise provides us with a great opportunity to sit quietly and in stillness. Perhaps meditate on what is happening inside, to go inward. For us to provide the quiet space and time to be honest with ourselves, tuning in, listening, feeling, opening up and clearing space for our personal growth and development. Before answering question number two, which I am about to share with you, answering question number one first is important because it provides us an opportunity to acknowledge to ourselves what we know is holding us back, making us feel negative about ourselves, our lives. And you probably know this already, that it is extremely freeing and fulfilling when we let go of stuff that is holding us back making us feel miserable, not allowing our light to shine, intoxicating us, leaving us feeling overwhelmed, unloved, unappreciated, desperate, void of spiritual fulfillment, and leaving us in a low vibratory state. For some of us, it is not easy to face this information, the information that comes forward and acknowledge that it's there. We're happy to continue in our lives maintaining the status quo, but then wondering, why am I not happy, feeling unfulfilled, why don't I have a great relationship? Doing the inner work, I think, is so important and a very good place to start. I remember hearing and constantly hear from many coaches and motivational uh, thought leaders in this world that God gave us free will and we have a choice with our lives and we are the only ones that can make ourselves happy. If we don't like what is happening in our lives, change it. 
Sure, it is not easy, but a 1% step forward each day is a start. And I share this with my coaching clients all the time. Now, I have a little exercise that I encourage you to do once you've made up your list. Firstly, make a copy that you can hang you can hang on to to reflect on during the year to check in with yourself. It's always good to check in on yourself. Am I on top of letting go of my poor money habits or letting go of toxic relationships or having a short temper or being impatient? Once you've made a copy of your list, I invite you to destroy that list. You may burn it, shred it, tear it up into little pieces. But before destroying one of the lists, set an intention of freeing yourself, letting go of all this negativity and breathe into this letting go and release as you complete the exercise. You can also repeat a mantra as you destroy the list. And I have two samples for you. The first mantra is, by releasing this, I find comfort. I feel lighter and happier. I can let this go as this no longer serves me. Now, at this point, you may want to pause this episode, write out question number one, your list of what you want to leave behind and let go of. When you are done, come back and let's move on to question number two. Question number two is one of creation, building. It is about setting a new intention, one filled with love and light, filled with possibilities, filled with a high vibratory state, filled with positive energy. Question number two is, what do I want to create in this new year? What is your intention for the new year? And I'm going to ask you to be open-minded about your intentions of what you wish to create for this new year and onward and possibly take a new approach. I mentioned earlier to you about Zig Ziglar and his formula for life success. Be, do, have. With this in mind, most of us will work in a state or thought pattern of have. I need to have a certain thing, more money, perfect relationship, more time, experience, so that I can finally do something important, like start your own business, buy a home, go on a vacation, which will then allow us to be what we truly want in life, fulfilled, happy, spiritually fulfilled, in love, at peace, when in fact it works in the complete opposite way. First, we be what we want. Peaceful, loving, kind, inspired, a person of integrity and excellence, a person who shows up, a person who is mindful, being present. Then we start doing the things from the state of being. And soon we discover that what we're doing winds up bringing us the things we've always wanted to have. The problem is that most people focus on the have, the outcome, instead of the be, which is the main driver for achieving our goals. I'm not sure if this philosophy or concept or thought process is something new to you. It's actually quite powerful and life-altering when we practice it 
and can affect our lives in a positive way. And this is what this episode is all about. Asking yourself two life-changing and very important questions. Having an honest and open dialogue with yourself. Being flexible and open-minded when answering these questions. I'm thinking that these two questions are a wonderful way to ease yourself into the new year and ease your way into setting your goals for the future. They fit perfectly with the purpose and meaning of life. So to recap, question number one is what do I want to let go of or what do I need to let go of? Thinking about all the bad habits, thoughts, activities that no longer serve you as well as thinking of self-sabotaging behaviors and certain personal character traits, behavior patterns, ways of being that you know do not serve you and are important to let go. Question number two is then, what do I want to create in this new year? What is my intention for this new year? And thinking about the formula for life success by Zig Ziglar, be, do, have. You and I can alter our entire year's experience by starting from a place of being. And this brings me right back to 2023 being a number seven year, which represents seeking, asking questions, deepening our spiritual awareness and connection. Listener, I hope this has inspired you to ease into a new year from a totally different perspective and a different mindset. And I invite you to reach out and let me know how setting your goals has gone with keeping in mind all the information I've shared. I wish you all the very best for 2023. And I hope you will subscribe so that you can receive the latest episode to keep you inspired in your life and your journey. Be sure to click my social media links in the show notes and keep connected with me today. You can always reach out to me via my email address, kmkywithpaula at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. That is it from me, Paula, your host here at Knowing Me, Knowing You. Goodbye for now.